If you're like me, you have a heart for missions and may have already done some missions work yourself. But you also see some huge issues in the way missions are being done. Like why are we still sending out monthly newsletters in a digital age when technology allows for instant updates in the palm of your hand? Or why are we convinced that we need to raise two years support before going when all 12 disciples dropped what they were doing and walked away? Or why are we allowing denominations to decide who can and cannot go do what God is calling them to do just because of things they've done in their past? And at what point did we brand following Christ to be a life of scarcity and sacrifice when it's truly a life of abundance and privilege? These are some of the blaring questions in the missions world today. And Watch Missions Live is here to reshape the way you see missions. It's time for missionaries to rise up, create a shift in perspective, a change, a revolution in the way things are done and give you the real story. One of abundance, fulfillment, and privilege. My name is Aaron Jennings, and welcome to Watch Missions Live. Hey, this is Aaron Jennings with Watch Missions Live, and today we have Lily Hutchison, and she's going to be talking about her mission trip she took to Cuba. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little about you? Um, hi, I'm Lily. Um, I'm 11 years old, and I'm from Wellington, Florida. From where in Florida? Wellington. Wellington. Nice. So 11 years old, when did you actually go on your mission trip? I went on my, well, I had the idea to go on my mission trip when I was eight, and then I went when I was nine. Okay, okay. And how did you, is this a mission trip that you found out about that somebody else was hosting and you went on, or is this something you made up and did on your own? Well, my mom went on a mission trip to Cuba, or not Cuba, Jamaica with her work about maybe three or four months until we went to Cuba. And when she went on her mission trip, she brought back a lot of pictures and videos of the kids there. And I was like, I want to do that and I want to help them. And my parents didn't really take me seriously. They were just like, oh, it's a phase. She'll get through it or whatever. And then I started raising money and they're like, oh man, she's serious. And I was like, I really want to go. And my mom's like, we can go, but I mean, I don't really know like how to get involved in a mission trip. And we got involved through our church and we heard about a mission trip to Cuba and I was like, I want to go. And my parents were like, I mean, you raised money and I guess we can go. So, <laughs> so at eight years old, how did you start raising money to go on a mission trip? Well, I love to play with dolls and about three years ago, I got a Barbie dream house for Christmas and I was like, you know, I like dolls and stuff, but like, I don't really need my Barbie dream house anymore. So I gave that away, got about like $100 for that. I I did a lemonade stand, got some money from that. And my mom shared uh, our message through Facebook and social media. And that got a lot of donations too. Very nice, very nice. It just goes to show everybody, if you want to do something, you just have to do it. doesn't matter how old you are, right? Yeah. <laughs> because you, you may not have raised the whole thing right off the bat, but you did end up getting all the money you needed to go. And you, people started taking you seriously and became a part of it. So why, why did you feel like you wanted to go so bad? Um, when I saw my mom doing stuff, I was like, I mean, my mom is a huge inspiration. So when I saw her doing stuff like that, I was like, you know, I want to do that. And I saw how much she helped the kids through her work. And I'm like, you know, I think I'm old enough to do that. I can do that. So, I mean, I just kind of did it. And yeah. 
and, and yeah, just wanted to go. Well, that's good. So what was the actual trip going to Cuba for? Because you said your church was taking the trip. What was the intention? What was the purpose of going? Well, it was a trip that the church does every year. And we're sister churches with this church in Cuba. And we would go to give them necessary needs because their needs were simple things like water for a bath or towels. And their needs were simple. And so when we went, we just basically raised money and brought stuff that they need. They wasn't really anything huge or anything. It's just stuff they need. Yeah, I'm sure once you found out when you got there, though, that even just the little stuff that to us wasn't a big deal was probably a big deal to them. Yeah, like we brought them towels and they were so thankful. And when I was there, we brought, I mean, my mom thought I would be bored, which I wasn't at all. But we, I brought bubbles, coloring books, and a lot of other stuff. And I brought dolls. And so when I was there, um, they were so thankful when I would give them, like, this Barbie doll to play with because the only toy that they had there was this baby and it was old and it was super dirty and ratty but they thought it was like this huge thing and my mom she also brought bubbles and we would blow the bubbles there and they would have no idea what it was they would like freaked out when it popped and it was kind of funny to watch <laughs> and um we i brought coloring supplies there too and they had no idea what, like what a crayon was or what a pencil was. They had no idea what any of it was. And it was amazing to see like their eyes and face light up when they found out like the whole world of toys and stuff. So does that did it make you think differently about the stuff that you have here? Yeah, it made me take like whoa, like I shouldn't take anything for granted because I mean Cuba is was a nice place to go, but like all this stuff and electronics and everything that we have here, like, it's nothing compared to Cuba. Like, it made me think, like, oh, geez, this is so much, and I have so much, and they have so little. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> well, it's fun to see the perspective change, you know, from the way it is here to the way it is there. Mm -hmm. I personally think it's something everybody needs to experience at least once to mm -hmm. kind of, you know, get that different outlook on life. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? You're going to keep going on mission trips in the future? Yeah, I want to go on another mission trip soon. And I want to go to Cuba again because the people I met there are like lifelong friends. There was a girl about my age there, and we just were friends for the rest of our lives, basically. <laughs> well, that's fun. We have friends in other countries, too, from all of our travels. It is fun to get kind of that you know, worldwide friend list. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just having them on Facebook and not really knowing them, it's like, oh, I've actually been there. I know these people. Yeah. <laughs> so what else do you want to tell us about your trip? Anything else that stood out to you and things? Well, when I was there, I realized that the animals there were also in such poor condition. Like, there was horse and buggy there because there was very few cars and the cars that were there from like 1950 or whatever. And um, there is the horses and the animals there. You could see the horses' ribs and they were not getting food well. And when we were at this place we were staying, there was a tiny dog, like super tiny. 
and it kept biting my shoe and I asked my mom like why is it biting her sh my shoe and it's like because it never got the proper like stuffed teeth for a dog and when we were there we would we had to drive places and the roads like there was potholes and rocks and everything was in not good condition and one thing that really stood out to me is we visited this house and they had a baby maybe like six months old and all babies like rattles and so their rattle was two medicine bottles and some beans put inside and that was their rattle and they would shake it and then the baby would be so entertained by that medicine bottle and beans when ours are like highly made and you can buy them at stores and stuff yeah <laughs> it's always fun to see the little differences because a lot of people never think about it mm -hmm. well good good so what about a story or a godsidence where you saw god move or taught you something or learned something that we otherwise wouldn't hear about unless we run into you somewhere i had a lot of god like <laughs> moments in there but probably the biggest one was actually when i got home because when I got home, I realized how much things that we take for granted, like the government in Cuba would just randomly shut off their lights and their electricity. And when I went, it was the middle of the summer. So it was extremely hot. And so we needed fans and stuff and they didn't have that. And when the electricity would randomly go off, they were just kind of stuck there. They couldn't really do anything about it. But when I got home to my warm AC house and cold AC, I should say, but when I got home, I realized like how much things I took for granted and the place we stayed had air conditioning, but it was very, it was so weak. But after being outside and long, hot all day, it felt like a tundra in there because it was so cold. Um, but yeah, it was probably when I got home because I just realized like how much things we take for granted when I was here, when I'm home. Right. Well, that's good. I love hearing your, your story and coming from a different perspective because you're definitely the youngest interview we've had so far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's for all age groups, definitely. Yeah. Don't worry about your age. Don't worry about where you're from. Don't worry about how you're going to do it. If you want to go, you know, just go. Because mm -hmm. I interviewed your mom before and she told me that you're the reason they went. Yeah. Which is all your idea. Mostly because after I saw her Jamaica pictures, I was like, I'm gonna do this and I know I'm gonna do it. And also, even though I was young, like I still understood everything that we went through there and it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. For all the uh, for all of the eight, nine, ten year olds out there, just make your parents go with you. They'll jump on board eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, thank you for being on here with us, Lily, and telling your story. You're welcome. It was nice having you. And for everybody listening, we will uh, thank you for watching, and we will catch you on the next episodes. Have a good one. Hey, thank you for your time. Please remember to rate and subscribe. After being a full-time missionary, I got tired of people looking at me like it must be really hard to do what you do. And they'd say things like, I'd love to be able to do something like that, but insert excuse. When the real reason was because they saw what we were doing as a sacrifice that to do missions work they would have to give up everything that quite honestly was forcing them to do things they didn't like for people they couldn't stand so they could afford things that they didn't need. The truth is, as full-time missionaries, it was one of the few times in my life when I was truly fulfilled. 
It was the closest to God I'd ever been. Debt-free, not stressed, and living the life of an adventure I'd always wanted. If you too believe that it's time for a change, then head over to watchmissionslive.com and join the revolution.